Okay, so what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today, Oscar? Yeah, today morning we're talking about Kanye West. I haven't listened to the podcast yet. Just the opening, just the intro, that's it. And not the thing. I watched the a few I, I watched a few snippets. Mm-hmm. Um I watched uh, there's a clip about the Star Wars revelation on Jorgen's channel. So that where he talks about I actually need to watch it again cuz Kanye has a very interesting way of thinking, mm-hmm. you know. It wasn't like a crazy idea or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little, little bit crazy, but like yeah, he has an interesting way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And um I think the problems he runs into a lot of times is when he doesn't have the time to articulate himself. Mm-hmm. Or rather when he hasn't thought his idea like completely through. Mm-hmm. And then you know his abrasiveness <laughs> due to his personality just mm-hmm. leads him down. Leads him to bad bad times, leads him to bad times, you know, bad situations. So yes, that's all human <clears throat> that's all human beings, right? And we all just talk about things we don't really understand. We all speak of things whereby the only the only real understanding we have of the notion is small snippets we see here and there. And uh, our opinion plus our added experience concerning such a matter, a similar matter. So of course the only, you're not wrong. The only difference like between us hold... and Kanye is that Kanye has a bigger platform where his opinions are heard and you are using our heard. So he's more likely to make those, those mistakes that you and I wouldn't not not mistakes. He's more likely to come into contact with such failure that you never never be able to come into contact with, because no one is, you know, is analyzing each of our words though they analyze Kanye's words. That is true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. But also, no, I, you're definitely right, yeah. and that's why they hold greater responsibility. Mm-hmm. It comes with the platform, mm-hmm. so they have to learn to be able to articulate themselves to a certain level. And they, they, they know, like, he's not like he was a celebrity, like, for like a year or something. He's mm. been a celebrity for a very long time. And when you've been a celebrity for a very long time, you know that people are always listening to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And people are always looking up to you, for better or worse, right? Mm-hmm. There's good and bad that comes with it, obviously. So, um, him knowing all that, it's just like, you know, you'd expect him to be able to, like, be a little bit more responsible. That, that that's, that's just, it, you know. But then again, like you said, he's a human being, so, you know, we should just forgive him. Sometimes. Also, what does a responsibility mean, you know? You, you ask yourself this, maybe for you, you have an idea of what the responsible thing to do is, right? And that is Jason's idea of what responsibility means. And maybe Oscar's idea of what being responsible means is totally different from yours. So if I fall into my into my idea of responsibility, it might clash with yours, where by me doing what I think is responsible, might seem irresponsible to you. Like think someone like who's doing BMX or like X Games, you know, motocross, such things. Even skateboarding. It's a sport where you're risking your, your health every single day you're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Now for someone who's very health conscious and is very worried about the idea of dying, doing those sports seems extremely irresponsible, whether or not you're making money. Mm-hmm. But to the person who's doing the sports, he's being responsible to the desire to, to perform in this field. Mm-hmm. The desire to become better at this at mm-hmm. this craft, yeah. You're right in the sense that it's uh, it, it depends on where you, your standpoint mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like in Kanye's case, what got him into a lot of trouble is that for the longest time, mm-hmm. black people held him up as this symbol, right? Mm-hmm. Like as this person who, he's one of the black people. He's like he's he's looking out 
for that minority group mm-hmm. and he rose up from nothing yeah just mm-hmm. a zero to hero type story right? mm-hmm. and he made it all off of his own like skill mm-hmm. and talent and that that story was powerful and resonated with a lot of people and when he went out and he started saying like hey bush doesn't care about black people people respected it more because it's like hey this is just a this is more than just a guy who's like risen up from nothing right he's a guy who's going to stand for us mm-hmm. so and you can argue that in like you know african-americans don't enough have enough icons or heroes mm-hmm. that are like that mm-hmm. so him being in that certain position given that context it's like people would argue that he should be more responsible because him being the very few people that you can look up to who's also african-american you know and he's in that position of power and being able to influence all these people he should take or say what he wants to say very carefully mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I, i'm not I'm, I'm not actually saying that it's morally right or wrong i'm just saying there's an argument to be made there and i'm like i honestly it's, it's, there's a weird like balance between like hey you should let the artist do what he wants to do right freedom of speech right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. most artists anyway when they're rising up don't get no one gives a fuck about what they say and mm-hmm. what they think mm-hmm. and in the beginning they can do whatever they want right mm-hmm. and say whatever they want it's only after they become famous mm-hmm. then everyone starts looking back and going like what this person was saying was fucked up what mm-hmm. this person was saying is like like for example i'll be i'll be more specific like with Nicki minaj Nicki minaj when when she was like starting off everyone was like yeah fuck yeah mm-hmm. you know female rapper who can maybe go toe-to-toe with like you know the industry giants mm. or titans like drake Lil Wayne, is what everyone was thinking at the time right mm. and and then she makes like uh, like one of the controversies where she was really like criticized or uh, there was a lot of like heat social heat on her was when she made anaconda because mm-hmm. then she was like hey nikki a large portion of your fan base is like these teenage girls and when they see this anaconda video what the fuck do you think they're gonna think, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you're you're not helping that social image, right? Mm-hmm. You're giving off a bad, a negative social an image that would create negative social behaviors. Mm-hmm. You can see that, but then so like again, that someone would say like, "Hey, Nikki, Nikki's being irresponsible with the yeah, platform." I can see that, but then also, you want Nikki as an individual to be responsible, but you don't want her audience to be res- responsible as individuals. Whereby we assume Nikki has the power to say, "I'd rather, I'd rather not make this song, even though it seems like an interesting project to take. Let me not make this perform, take part in this project because I think my audience, they'll obviously be impressed in a negative way. So why, why is the artist held with such high, such high, by such high standards, whether it's moralistically, you know, intellectually? Why, and the individual and artists that that is the part of the audience artist part of the of the artist audience seems to have no capability to think for themselves that is true yeah. that actually yeah. <laughs> that that is it's a fallacy that has not just only been applied to artists mm-hmm. but it has been applied to like a lot of media mm-hmm. the media mm-hmm. in general There's a lot of media like, let me be more specific again like 
gangster rap made me shoot my kids or maybe shoot my parents or maybe mm-hmm. shoot do a drive by here right mm-hmm. violent movies create school shooters you know yeah. violent video games creates this there's I mean, that element of like hey you're removing the responsibility from the people who are actually like i mean but you know if you, think, if you think about it if you think about it yes we use the word responsibility but everything you do is based off of something you've learned or experience or you think about and where do your thoughts come from if not want to see read hear and experience okay, okay. now yeah. that that being said the same is goes for the artist anaconda disc didn't come out of the ether man it didn't come out of the ether like Nicki minaj had to have experienced all this thing had this song had this seen the big ass and she has a bigger phone she can see how women are looking at her she's been fucked by guys mm-hmm. so that song did come out of the ether how about to sing this song it's a reality all around already before the song is before this all these words and thoughts and ideas and experience are compounded into a song it's already alive in the world it's living the world already right and you can see it yeah in yeah. music videos before Nicki Minaj in the way you bend over a girl when you're fucking her you're seeing the anaconda you know <laughs> your dick is the anaconda you know okay yeah okay <laughs> so that's the reality is there so of course I think art influences the world the world influences exactly art. Yeah. but not, not only that it goes far that to the point where I believe that the word responsibility is also kind of a lie it's also kind of a lie because how are you responsible for the things that impress upon you you can't run away from experience you know right i think the idea is that you're not being responsible for that but you're being responsible for like how your thoughts and ideas influence other people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. specifically when you have such a wide social net mm-hmm. and you have like this pathway to all of these minds and um these minds across the entire world right mm-hmm. you, you your your art or your ideas or your mind whatever you're doing right it it cuts across so many countries so many cultures and languages it's like that that's 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 some of these artists platform right mm-hmm. it's really up there yeah. and i think mm-hmm. the uh, the argument is made strongest when it involves kids mm-hmm. or young mm-hmm. minds because that's when young minds are malleable right but then they, then they don't the have the they don't have the the, 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 the the they have the capacity to think for themselves definitely but they don't have the the moral or the value systems to like adequately weigh their moral decisions man but here's the thing the reason why we like artists because they are there right you like Lilwen because his raps are crazy you know you might like uh, Picasso because he's it's, so wait, you're arguing for the artists that that's that, hey the artist no, should be able to do whatever they want i'm 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 seeing i'm seeing right and wrong on both sides let me say that okay but so each argue each point i'm making moving back and forth i'm not i'm not sticking to one side so but in this in this particular argument i'm saying like we like the artist's work because the art the artist seems to be able to freely express themselves in a way that most people might want to but they're shy to do or they're fearful to do right you lost your bottle Right, you, right, you, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. However, if you tell the artist not to be themselves because you might impress young people in the wrong way, then why do we need any artist around? 
we can just have like a a ministry of art that makes the art that is just good for young minds right why do we need drake why do we need Lil Wayne? and we do have channels like that yeah, we have yeah, tv we channels do, and programs do. and youtube channels and we all do that. now i'm saying now now in this world whereby we're always thinking about what the young man the impressions of the young minds we wouldn't be having drake we wouldn't be having Lil Wayne. we wouldn't be having Nicki Minaj, right uh-huh. because who are the audience it's not it's not just 30, 30 old women and women who are the biggest fans of Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj. it's kids it's kids uh-huh. And I, like as an adult, you might listen to the art song, and you're like, "Okay, it sounds catchy, but I don't need to listen to it all, all the time." But as a kid, you might just want to listen to the songs because your friends also listen to the same songs. Obviously, yeah. yeah. But you, you as an adult, you want you want to listen to the hardest shit on the block. Exactly. Man. But as an adult, that alone actually gives you social status. As an adult, you really don't care. There's some songs you might have in your phone that no one, none of your other friends know about, have ever heard. Yeah. 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 But as a kid, very few kids are like this. Very, especially in small, do always just like two foot hits. Uh-huh. Everyone, every other, every other song is a club bang, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they're being played the same song being played over and over and over. Do you, you remember being in Kenya, listening to XFM? And XFM, XFM used to play kids. the same skits. They used to play the same the songs. Same, over it's and like over. Just, it's like they had a CD where just just a playlist, just play the song, the CD over and over again. And then the DJs they used to be come on. Oh, this DJ is doing this mix, this yeah, mix. It's, it's all, same, it's all the same, same song. <laughs> same song. It's all the same shit. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, it was funny. Uh, just to clarify, we're talking about like XM from early 2000s, like 2000s, late 2010s. I mean, I say until 2015. That was when I was there. I still remember. I still remember how, like, even that's the first thing you could tell me when she was there. Like, Oscar, why do you always play the same songs? <laughs> it's all about the hits it's all about the hits whatever gives you the most listens man but also i think i think yumiko makes it a statement because in japan yumiko isn't usually in a car and she doesn't listen to music do you mean to radio japanese people don't really listen to radio yeah that's a japanese radio that's interesting i've only seen like one person i've only had the radio when i was in yumiko's mother's car I only had a radio when I was passing by, like literally going to like one of the classrooms. And mm, mm. I saw an old man on his like porch mm. with a radio, yeah. just sitting there listening. So, to so maybe, maybe if you did listen to like, I mean, just normal radio in a car in Japan, maybe they also repeat the music. But someone who's in Mikoze, you grew up in Osaka City, mm. she spent most of her life in the train, using the train. But she had no, like she wasn't looking for XFM on the radio, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why she, she can't imagine. And also, the kids in Japan are using apps, and yeah, yeah, blogs, yeah. and they have podcasts mm. for that, and YouTube channels and TikTok. They're not using like actual traditional oh, radio. This juice is so good. Oh my god! You never had it? No. It's a nice orange blend, yeah. full of vitamins and. Yeah. And all sugar. the good shit yeah all the good all the, all the good shit okay <laughs> <laughs> the sugar there is like it's not actual sugar it's like uh, it's an artificial uh artificial sweet sweetener mm. oh, it's good yeah, it's, um, it's a good stuff it's good oh. stuff yeah anyway yeah so like i think honestly like like it's an ecosystem mm-hmm. The artists are affecting their environments mm-hmm. and the people, the listeners, mm-hmm. and the listeners are also infecting, affecting the, the artists, right? And the environment is affecting the artist. Mm. If society deems this artist isn't worth listening to, it becomes irrelevant, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we 
with that in mind, it's like, hey, I think artists should just be able to do whatever the hell they want because they're gonna. It's one of those things where it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like one way or another, they're gonna get punished for this. Like, hey, if you create censored music or you try censoring yourself, everyone's gonna be like, you got soft. You're not mm-hmm. speaking your mind. Mm-hmm. But if you speak your mind and the things that people hear are the things they don't want to hear, then it's like, fuck this guy because he's talking all this negative shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm. either way, I seem like artists are always going to be crucified. It's like, why don't you just do... Just do it anyway. Yeah, just do... Do Just take the choice you'd re- like least regret, right? As mm-hmm. an artist. Mm-hmm. And just do your own thing. And most artists... How how long do they how long are their careers really? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it depends on the genre, definitely. Yeah, but some, it's like some have been there for ages. <laughs> yeah, some of them. But those are like the big guys. Those are like the titans of their genre. I mean, but also here's the thing. You know, we are looking at the guys who are known, right? The other artists who just perform like in bars and clubs and they they have, probably, they have a living. Yeah, they have probably, a living for decades. We just don't know about them, right because they don't, they're not even in their city or their area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess this is specifically about like the big people. Yeah, but even the big like. But I think we can say for a fact, not none of it lasts forever, right? How many people have gone past a decade when it comes to like the big titans? You can say maybe Eminem, Jay Z, Kanye. Who hasn't? Fifty is still there. There's a few. There's quite a few people who have died. There's like a lot of artists, like from the nineties, nineties. No, I'm not talking about actual (laughs) death, you fool. I'm talking about from the nineties to two thousands. Like who? Two thousands. But you understand, there's like a huge paradigm shift of music. I mean, there is, but like like the whole nineties thing is. This is artists who failed to transition. Those are artists who Mm. are now irrelevant. Yeah, I just no one don't know them. Maybe I just never heard about them. This okay. Yeah. I don't want to get out of my phone just to look through like all of the '90s artists, but the point is, just like, like okay, we'll take Backstreet Boys. Okay, oh, okay they, they okay, still okay. they still make music, right? They, they still, still perform. They still, they still perform even if it's like legacy type tours and stuff like that. But it's like, are we comparing them to Taylor Swift mm-hmm. or Billie Eilish? No, mm-hmm. you can't. Those are like, I mean, okay, those are the artists of this generation, and like Backstreet they Boys also is new, like, you know? they also new, you know? and something is new with this more excited about it but eminem is not new but everyone's excited no. for it so the, that's my point i'm just like no, they, no, they fail to make the transition Here's you know the thing. But people who are not your age i don't think young kids are as excited about eminem as you are as people your age might be i, I doubt it man no, like i, I feel like so. eminem, I is, so. eminem think... is the one person who like people are still really no. excited to hear his albums because, are all you know, still you know, think really about well. this. the thing you're doing that's the same thing your father will tell you about a song that his guys liked and you're like people like this kind of music what the fuck you know so when you look at spotify yeah a lot of young people use spotify yeah true true eminem uh-huh. is on a lot of the hip-hop playlists okay let's let's just open this. open spotify not not even open you can just look at like uh spotify top play artist spotify hmm. Uh, can you search by genres? You can search by genres, right? Yeah. Top 100 artists. Is this? Okay, let's just. This is just top 100 artists. Not mm-hmm. not wrong, okay? Let's do the top 10. I can't. I can't go through the whole list. Uh, 2020. 80, 2020. Okay. Actually, just giving it by month. By month, okay? Cool. So, so January, Ed Sheeran. 
February, March, Justin Bieber. April, The Weeknd. May, Drake. June to October, The Weeknd. No, but you haven't given me a list. You've given me, like, who's the top in that month. Yeah, this is just what I'm getting here. Let me check. Let me check one more time. Uh, no, okay, go on, go on. Oh, no, because so some of the Eminem has had some pop up songs like mm-hmm. in the last two, three months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Godzilla, mm-hmm. there's Godzilla. No, I've never even heard that song, I've never even heard it. Dude, it's, I've never literally, seen it it's literally gone over like how yeah. many views does it have right now on YouTube? It's like that, that thing is, I'm raising on my phone to record, I can't look. But the point is that that's that's popped off. Okay, so this is the list. Number one, The Weeknd. Number two, Drake. Number three, Ariana Grande. Mm. Number four, Dua Lipa. Do you even know who that is? I don't know who that is. No, Dua... Dua 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 Lipa. Dua Lipa. I don't know who that is. I've never heard that before. Oh, I've heard a song. Uh, Uh Next, number five, Justin Bieber. Number six, Ed Sheeran. Number seven, J Balvin. I don't know who that is again. Is this based on lessons? Yes, this is lessons. Only from last version. Number eight, Lady Gaga. Number nine, Marshmallow. I don't know who that is. Number ten, Halsey. I know who that is. Number eleven, Khalid. I've heard him. Never heard his music. Khalid, okay. Twelve, Travis Scott. Post Malone. Jason Derulo. I didn't know he was still that big. Nicki Minaj. The Baby. Juice World. Maroon Five. Ozuna. I don't know who that is. Ah. Harry Styles. That's top twenty. Billy Eilish. Actually, twenty-one. Yeah, from last week. Hmm. This is a bit hard because now it's that's just listen. Now, okay, so now, okay, if you're an artist, let's use another platform too. That's unfair because it's like, okay, if Spotify is the biggest app, music listening app, and the, <laughs> when people don't listen to your music, what does that say about your art and the audience? People, yes, people don't listen, right? They're not listening. Uh-huh. Of okay. course, I'm not saying like, here's the thing, whatever you and I might think about Eminem. Um, kids these days will, would rather listen to Uzi, Uzi Vert than Eminem. People are worried, but still want to okay, listen. Okay, now you're right yeah. about that. So. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't be, he's not gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna go like everyone else, man. Not because it's shit, but because music changes, man. Music changes. No, but he's still relevant today. Mm-hmm. He's one of the few artists who, honestly, you're right. It might be. It might just be the old hip hop heads who are still listening to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Eminem. Yeah. And the thing is, and even 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 for like Beyonce, even for like Jay Z, the truth is. Oh no, Jay Z. Jay Z is not popular with like young kids. Yeah, he's all. not. He's that, not. That's <laughs> exactly. For exactly. sure. Yeah. So here's the thing: like you and I might really be into that world, and it's like. Like no, I was making a specific case yeah. for Eminem because Eminem, Eminem has always had this. Um, he's always had the ability to cut through a lot of different backgrounds. People like listeners. His listeners are cut from a, a lot of different backgrounds, black, white, like everyone everywhere was listening to Eminem. So but that's he really was. Good. But that's not really good. He's all that man. All that is good. South, South Korean artists have so, okay. black American fans. In, 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 in hip hop, yeah. though, it's like. That's not... In, in hip hop, there's this crossover power, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like. Hey, so you have the. the What do you call it? 
you have do you, you can you get the mainstream people mm-hmm. can you get the ladies because mm-hmm. drake has the ladies for mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. but he doesn't have the mainstream well, and he has the mainstream mm-hmm. right but he doesn't have like the legacy hip-hop heads mm-hmm. he doesn't have like the clout or that reputation or like this acknowledgement from people who consider hip-hop like the movement you know the people who still like think not think but like believe in hip-hop as a like How would I put this? The underground hip hop. They still believe in that idea. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like Drake doesn't have those people, for example. Mm -hmm. But Eminem had almost all groups on lockdown, you know. Did he have women? Did he have kids? He had women. Really? He had women. Oh, why? I think he had women. I don't think there's anyone who he didn't capture, honestly. Sure? This is this is this is like I'm talking about like nineties and how, how, how would you look at that? I don't think it why would women have women? It doesn't make any sense. Because you can listen to Drake, he's singing also, you know? So, Eminem is the only artist to have, like, how many, how many, he has the world record for number one albums in a row. Just look at that. Who has the, who has the world record for that? But that thing for... So, like, in, I guess this also, this applies to America specifically, right? There's a lot of artists that only yeah, African-Americans. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then one. Then, and number two. The Beatles, then... Jesus. So, he... Huh? Like... Man, I need to really think about this. Okay, so, he has... This, this is a lot of, like, artists in America, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, you're a hip-hop artist, but you only get love from a specific community. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's how a lot of artists grow right when they start out it's like they're getting love from a specific community and then it's like hey as they get more and more recognized they get like slowly etched up into the mainstream yeah, yeah, yeah. right uh-huh. and as they get etched up into the mainstream they have now that's when, when you're in the mainstream that's when you get that crossover power it's like mm-hmm. hey you can cross over into like you can cross over and get like love from other mm-hmm. communities mm-hmm. or other groups in america I am definitely not explaining this in the best way possible, but I'm hoping you understand anyway. Yeah, Eminem, Eminem was one of the few artists, especially him being white, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, white America definitely loves fucking with that. And then uh, for the longest time, at least in the beginning, he got so much hate on him because he was white in a mm. predominantly mm. black art form. And no one... People were refusing to acknowledge him until, you know, at some point they had to acknowledge him because of his talent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why I thought Eminem would be the exception. Honestly, he, he still is, him still being here is still insane. Like, 50 Cent, like you're saying, how many artists are still, like, really there from his time? Like, Jay-Z, again, Jay-Z, yeah, he's there, but he doesn't have, he but, doesn't have the same... Like notoriety for, by everyone. For, for most time, for most time, yeah, okay. So from nineties, that's the same from nineties. Yeah. Wait, is fifty cent? He's not early two thousands because uh, he's. He's early two thousands, but he's not. He's not. Really, he's not an artist anymore. He's a producer. Uh, he's okay. doing his own projects, right? Okay, okay, okay. So him just evolved <coughs> something else. Yeah, he's uh, no fifty is like a proper business now. He's an entrepreneur at this yeah. point. Like he is invested into like so many other like ventures mm. and like he's in film and he's doing his TV show and stuff like mm. that. So. And he owns juices and sodas. 
There's like a soda company, or he has a stake in a soda company, something like that. I'm not really sure. Need to look into that one. But point is, I would actually like that's what happens to a lot of artists, at least the smart ones, right? They they um they grow big, they reach that point of fame, and then they sort of like branch out and invest their money into different things, right? Look at what Akon is doing with. Uh, have you seen what Akon is doing? The solo wind, solo wind thing. He's making uh, an African city, a really? futuristic African city that will run on Bitcoin. I am not joking. You should just just Google this so that we get the actual details. And the price tag was put already and stuff like that. He has investors. It's 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 this insane thing because originally his plan was to bring power to. So Akon is moving forward with plans to build a six billion dollar sustainable smart city in Senegal called Akon City. The nerve, man! I'm telling <laughs> you, I'm just like you know what? <laughs> okay. The Senegalese American singer said the 2,000 acre futuristic metropolis will include a luxury resort, condos, offices, and hostels. Okay, so it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be a Dubai. <laughs> you didn't even finish, it's bro. Just, just finish. Yes, okay, just condos, offices, a hostel, a stadium, an artificial intelligence data center. That's just just a short snippet of the article. Anyway, so it's just he's just trying to build Dubai somewhere in Senegal, basically. Is that how that works? Do you just build a city and it, just tell everyone, "Hey, move in"? Like it's, it's not how I'm it works. I'm pretty sure China. China's not in a field. You have ghost towns. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how like it's, city building. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. But I guess he just trying something. You know, he's trying something. Maybe he has the money. Yeah, I was gonna be like just for ambition alone. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it, I can't. I can't. Imagine I, I have this. to respect him just for ambition alone. I can't imagine with this man. What happened to his other mission of uh, bringing? Why did, solar, solar energy. I, I wonder how we, we ended up talking about artists and like. Oh, it's kind of because of. Let's go on. Let's go on. <sighs> it, it's just such a weird subject because it's one of those out there subjects for both of us. Anyway, um, so wait, what was his original mission to bring solar power to? Yes, yeah, solar power, solar and wind power, solar and wind power. How many cities? He talks about a lot of like African cities. He's talking about like six, giving power to six hundred thousand people or something. That's the last thing I heard about it. It wasn't cities. It was households. Yeah. Yeah. So was it was it in a specific place? Jamie, put it up. Jamie, put it up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jamie, put it up. Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> not hey. shuffle. We are broken. Yeah? Like, we can't afford a Jamie. We can't afford a Jamie. <laughs> Ruto, 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 bring it up. Ruto. Oscar, I'm paying you, man. Bring it up. I'm paying you in juice boxes. Bring yeah, that shit up. So this, there's too many things. Fact checked. Fact check. Acon lighting Africa. Rants, praise, and rhetoric. Don't know what this is but it looks juicy it's juicy so the company is called acon solar solar power anyways hey everything has acon on the name <laughs> yeah so he's the idea was for him to provide 600 million africans with electricity right uh, yeah so acon lighting africa that's the name of the company acon light lighting africa yeah this guy is just He's Trump. Yeah, he's exactly. basically Trump. He's just branded his name and he's putting it up, bro. You know. Okay, so by 2015, they're already given a power to eight million people. So you're telling me they're working on it? They're working. They're working. Yes, they're working on it. So there's like updates and progress being made. But this this thing is from 2018. 
this article is not 18, so I don't know. Ah, but it, okay. it must be doing something. The company was in 2014 and 2018. They have I, and you know, if, if, if that initiative failed, uh, the news would be all over that. Yeah, okay. So they're probably still working uh, on something. I was going to ask, do, is that what Africans need? What? Power? Is that what African cities really need? Okay. Like, for our country, Kenya, uh, if Akon came to Kenya and was like, hey, well, I'm going to give... Tells the government and the people, hey, I'm gonna start investing into like oh, some of these houses and apartments in, let's say, Nairobi oh. or like whatever outskirts of Kenya, right? Oh. And I'm gonna start giving these people power. Oh. Okay, you know, it's, it's it'll definitely, it'll it definitely helps people. People, yeah, yeah. people. We should. Uh, electricity is good, man. Electricity is good. Just having light at night. Not thinking about getting like kerosene for your lamp. Maybe we're going to get to buy kerosene for a lamp, bro, and filling that lamp with kerosene, lighting it every fucking evening. I, I, I don't even like the smell of kerosene. <laughs> I, I my my grandparents used to use it back yeah. in the day when literally all we had was uh, in the beginning in my grandfather's place we had uh, a solar mm. panel, mm. but I, there was something wrong with. I don't think we had a, a battery. Mm-hmm. Or the battery was very weak, mm-hmm. so it would be enough to light up specific places in the house, mm-hmm. but not the entire house. Mm-hmm. So those other places, especially when you're sitting outside, you have to use kerosene lamps, yeah, yeah. and it used to be like. Yes, we're we're going back to the 1600s here. What's going on? You know, but this is good, man. So I think it will help people for sure. Okay, so what I meant by that was like, can people even feed themselves? Do you give them electricity before they can feed themselves? Okay, so we do without the electricity, they have no food, so you either just drop food on it. What are you doing? Okay. So you give them light, but <laughs> okay, yeah. they need okay. Obviously, they need all of it. They yeah. need electricity. It's it's all basic needs. It's yeah, not. But it's you not see, the food. Here's the thing: the food has to come from the earth, right? Acorn can't give you food. He can give you techniques on how you grow how to grow your food, but he can't give you food. You know? He he's not God. Yeah, he, exactly. He can't he just. But, okay. But he can help you give. He can help give electricity. Plus, he can do that for sure at least. So the question is, what is what is our government doing? What is Kenyan government doing? You know what they're doing. <laughs> you know what they're doing. What you're saying. You know we have apparently our president is a colleague. You know. So he promised us laptops. <laughs> so. Why? Why is that such a widespread thing amongst African countries? What? Because talking to like my boss from Cameroon, right? Mm-hmm. He we talked about politics at some point, right? Mm-hmm. And it just struck me how like similar the political culture and political history is between mm-hmm. like Cameroon and Kenya. Mm-hmm. Despite Cameroon and Kenya, like, literally being colonized by different countries mm. and, like... Mm. Oh, wait, Cameroon was it's half British and half French, right? I don't know. I thought it was all French. Was it all French? I thought it was all French. But it's, which is funny because they speak really good English. I thought it was French and British. But I wonder what happened there. Mm-hmm. The point is, is that it's not just Cameroon. Mm. It's Nigeria, mm. Egypt, so South Africa. So the corruption is all over. Mm. Why is that prevalent in African countries, really? Wait, wait, why, well, what has made, what has created that patri dish for this parasite, for these parasites to be born in the culture? My idea is the this. political sphere. When I was in USA, you had this class on uh, 
on it something to do with it was also the class was called it it was an introductory introductory class to international relations yeah. and during one of the of the classes we were talking about the difference between singapore and kenya for instance why isn't kenya anything like singapore and you know of course being kids in university all psyched yeah, about yeah i know the, i think the moment you're bringing yeah. out your side right yeah, yeah, kids you know kids are psyched about being here we, we have the power to change this country blah 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 so everyone says if it's, it's, Singapore it's the kind it, of hope that only comes yeah. with youth like exactly. comes with the young age exactly it's like if Singapore <laughs> can do it we can do it and i remember <laughs> we, we sound so jaded no but it's not even back then <laughs> even back then i remember telling people in the class i told them I, and i remember raising my hand and I, i wasn't sure what i was about to say but i had this point in my head and the point was have you guys ever experienced winter most guys of course growing up in kenya said no and i told them if you, i imagine if you experience winter it's going to make you think very differently because if i when i go into baringo my father's hometown we just want to sleep for the whole day just can't eat my fruits from the trees i'll sleep under the shade but if we know it is rolling around rolling around i'll think about how i'm going to store my food Where will I get food for the winter? And I assume that will help your city or your village develop, right? You have to think about this every other day. Every other, you're thinking, looking at the seasons. But living in Africa, just look at night and day. It's night day, it's daytime, it's night time. Here you have to think, living in the Northern Hemisphere, you have to think months ahead. Okay, okay, okay. Now, so there's definitely an extra layer of planning yes, and management. Yes, that like, I think... Like, I know as a fact it didn't Village exist. management or society this is in Kenya. Yeah. Yeah. So for sure that influences the culture, influences the people. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, uh, and but definitely. I remember the hate I got in that class. Oh, if Sim why can Singapore do it and not Kenya? And because it's but hope Singapore is in the northern northern hemisphere. Yeah, so like what are people talking about? Because you're saying Singapore was able to to develop such a short time. They weren't always the way they are today. And that, I, of course yeah. The thing is that of these are Asians man they're not Africans look they have this confucius culture how do you learn how to read kanji instead how do kids learn how to read kanji and write kanji you have to the only way to read it and learn and write kanji to, to read how to learn oh it will only way to learn how to read and write kanji is to read and write kanji over and over and over and over again mm. there's no other way yeah in africa at least as far as we know there is no written word in kamba right that isn't like roman alphabet right no no isn't. same with kalenjin as far as i know maybe there wasn't the past right now there isn't actually that's a very interesting point yeah we, we're using the uh room uh Rome. romanic yeah, roman alphabet yes, roman yeah alphabet. the roman alphabet yeah yeah now that's that's funny right because they say if you look at look at the japanese the japanese guys the japanese guys see a sign saying don't use this door walk on these steps and they follow that to a T they don't want to break the order there's no order have you seen that interesting that interesting picture on, on the internet whereby people like people are given like stickers and it's like america canada japan australia like mm-hmm. where are you from you know just put the sticker in the country that you're from yeah and you can see like people from those countries minus japan the sticker just everywhere they just a mess but the japanese like one two three four five perfect order it was insane it was it was insane <laughs> they no, that's asian japanese thinking japanese are very organized not, not just japanese not even koreans chinese very organized and when these people are told they are going to follow chinese very organized they're organized now but have they historically always been organized confucianism is, confucianism is their thing writing is kanji is their thing i think you have to have a very organized mind to 
figure out how to do all of that. Right. Even like just learning how to read and write kanji, man. You know how much of a hustle it is. Okay, okay. Yeah. I want I want us to break down this organization thing because mm. you can also argue that hey, before we were given these systems, um, before the British gave us those systems in Kenya, things were working fine. We were all organized. Exactly. exactly we had the Swahili exactly. coast. Yeah, yeah. We had the central. Mm. Uh, we had people in the north. Mm. We have the herders in the north. People in the central were trading with the, the people in the Swahili coasts. Mm-hmm. Swahili coasts were trading with like the Portuguese mm-hmm. and stuff like that. <coughs> Those Mombasa support was a huge thing. Mm-hmm. No, I, I get that. My, when I talk, I'm, I'm talking about so there was like basically there was a social social order yeah. at that time. Isn't that, that some form of organization? Now, when I'm talking about organization, I'm talking about the difference between Kenya today and Singapore today. Why is Singapore the way it is? I'm not talking about lack of organization in Kenya's history. But there is something that was robbed of us when we were given this modern system that makes us makes us makes it impossible for us to organize our minds and organize our culture. Is organization really the word you're looking for? Is it I I don't know. I can't find another word. I can't think of another word right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so okay, so you're right, you're right. Maybe it's not it's something else. But my point is Something was definitely robbed of us when Kenya became Kenya. And it makes me, it's kind of crazy that we fight over Kenya, what Kenya should be. But Kenya's only been alive for, what, 60, 70 years? I think all countries, there's people who are fighting for a specific image that that country should be striving for. The people should be striving for. Yeah, but country. you know, you can think about, you can imagine, let's look at America. America is 776, right? Actually, America is a really good one because America has so many groups of people. Yes, now 776, right? Let's look at country like Germany, for instance. How old is Germany? Well, Germany is actually from 18, 18 something. Yeah, but let's look at just after 1800s, because 1890s, 1870s, but after before because it was Prussia and something else. Prussia, yeah, yeah. Prussia, Prussia, yeah, yeah, because uh-huh. this was just like a little bit just before the World War One. Yes, like Germany had just formed. Food, Germany yeah. was like one of the it was the youngest nation mm-hmm. in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before World War One, so if you look at a country like like France, France has been around forever, or even China. China actually, China is the oldest nation in the world, right? Actually, yeah, China, India. Yeah, exactly. So think think about that. Those people they're not fighting for Chinese image. That image is already there. It's settled in their brains. It's settled. Did actually, you know, it's changed too much over time. I mean, but you can't convince a Chinese person that China isn't a thing. There's no talking about China to a Chinese person. They know. They know what China is. They know the history. It's a history that no one in the universe can deny. Right? But let's talk about Kenyan history. What do we know? Kenya gained independence in 1983. Beyond, I think, maybe 1700s? No, 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 almost nothing. No, 1600s. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that's, that, that's, a, that's, and even, that's even, a consequence of how we kept history. And even, even going back that far, right? The reason why I started 1963 is because talking about Kenya in the 1600s, you're not talking about Kenya. You're talking about different national nas- 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 nationalities within yeah, the land yeah, that is yeah, Kenya. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about I don't know how many tribes. Exactly. So and, there was no these Kenya. tribes. Yeah. They assembled themselves way across like the borderlines in mm-hmm. which we call our modern mm-hmm. countries, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's that map that showed like um, native tribe tribes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and like where as far back as the roots they could chase back mm-hmm. from like the earliest locations in which the native tribes could be found mm-hmm. and it, it's very apparent how like the european powers cut those people cut mm-hmm. the those those, those 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 tribes in like different pieces on purpose just to separate and conquer them mm-hmm. <coughs> so, so there's no talking about i understand wanting to be patriotic but okay okay i understand i understand just wanting to you the, the place you call your country to be nice to be safe to be you know developed to be like to be like japan right you know everyone would like that for Kenya, right to be like japan as clean as this place is as safe we all want that but yeah japan has a lot of things that i think a lot of countries with yeah. people yeah. in the world would say is desirable exactly so but i also don't i also don't feel a strong patriotic sense as a kenyan like what does being a Kenyan mean? I don't. I can't tell you to this day. I can't tell anyone. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't we know. we never. It's funny because similar to how America has so many groups of people mm. that are broken up, mm. and like their history is like all over the place. Mm. Some of them are like second generation, first generation immigrants. Mm. Who knows how far back their history, their family history goes? But as soon as they step in America, it's like, I'm a fucking American. Exactly, exactly. They, they understand this yeah. is the land of the free. Like, yeah, does yeah, that, yeah. whether it's the, the what, what's it called? The Constitution? And the... What? what? What's the thing they always talk about? Constitution. No! <laughs> the forefathers made the, what's it called? Constitution. <laughs> the Constitution. No! <laughs> Declaration of Independence? Yeah. Uh, and the amendments, right? But also the ultimate constitution. <laughs> yeah, I okay. Shut up. Okay. Um those like but how many Americans can actually <laughs> can actually say like the constitution off of their head, like the amendments. Nah, no one can. I don't I think very few people can. And also uh, is that something that they toast this is an interesting question you should ask an American. But anyway, point is is that America has an identity. As rough as that identity is mm-hmm. It's ingrained to somebody who immediately sets foot in that country. Whether it's the American dream, whether it's the idea of hey, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can I can walk around, mm. and as long as I'm putting forth value into the society, mm. I will be given a place mm-hmm. of my very own. That's the American dream in a nutshell. Mm. Uh, so... We 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 all know about. Like America's values, because okay. they're always preaching it and they always talk about the American dream. Okay, let me tell you why. That 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 unites them, right? Let me tell you why the American Constitution is so palatable for any any human being. The American Constitution is only four pages long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure long. they studied that in school. It's nothing. It's nothing. Right? Yeah. What's this? Something's gonna be fun. What do you mean? This you set an alarm or something? Oh, it's just an alarm, yeah. Is it still recording? What is it recording? What do you saw? Has it been recording? No, it's recording. Okay. I can see. Okay, good, good, good. Anyway, yeah, so... Shh, wait. Yeah, so this guy is... Wait. Why? So that you'll be able to edit it properly. So the constitution is only four pages long, right? So it's palatable for anyone. Now, guess how many pages is the Kenyan constitution? The one that was... The miracle question that was supposed to cure Kenya of all its problems made in 2010. Was it more than 40? 
We we stole a lot of it from um the British uh constitution at the time. No no the new one, the new one. The one oh the new one. I have no idea. How many pages no, is that? It's thick. I we when I was in high school they gave it to everyone. That thing is thick. Whoa. We briefly talked about the overall points, but we never like got it, got it. It was too big. It's like no no one has the time to go through this. Like it's like I'm reading a Harry Potter book. It was too thick. And the constitution what a constitution thing supposed to be? I don't remember. Just like the the I I I will say the I assume are they the basis of the they're the foundation of all the laws that make the nation. So like the Romans had the twelve the twelve tables. You know that is You can look it up. I, I, I can't so the twelve tables was like the constitution. I'm pretty sure that was like the unbreakable laws that all like it's it was supposed to be similar to like how we have we, we try to make the rights of men. Mm-hmm. Or like America has the rights of men. That 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 is what defined them, right? Mm-hmm. Or the freedom of men. And they tried and they implemented that those ideas into their constitution like the romans had the 12 tables were like uh, i need to be careful here the 12 tables were like those, those those fundamental laws that no one could break and those those laws were like ingrained in their society so this a constitution is a body of fundamental principles or established precedents principles yeah according to which a state or other organization is acknowledged to be governed such 12 tables roman yeah roman law i am pretty sure all of our law has a basis and has roots from the 12 tables so the law of the 12 tables was the legislation that stood at the foundation of roman law yeah the tables consolidated earlier traditions into an enduring set of laws that's it so it's not got to do anything with the constitution it was just like one of those fundamental first steps towards a legal system mm-hmm. or like fundamentals and like principles of a legal system yeah. anyway so going back to like our countries or like you know kenya japan mm-hmm. kenya's divided america's divided mm-hmm. why don't we have an identity because it's our nation our, our country is too young to have our community yet is that true? I would say, say so. I would say so for sure. Which which country that is this year has an identity? Tell me one. I don't know. There's none. There's none. And even okay, you can see okay, Germany. Germany isn't as young as Kenya, man. No, but Germany was able to form an identity immediately after it was formed. Okay, so so let me ask you this: So Germany being formed, how was Germany formed? Was it a group of people being forced to sit together? They, I'm, they I'm, choose to come together. They chose to come exactly, together. Exactly, exactly. No one, no Kenya chose to become like this. No, no individual was there before Kenya was. Kenya wanted Kenya to become like this, unless those guys were our politicians at the time, because they wanted peace. If you ask Kenyans today, hey, should the country still remain as it is? So no, no other way. This is the only thing you know. Is that truth? Do, it's not. It's like, like we can. What else do you know? Okay. If, okay. Because, so. 
No, because that's that's unfair. Because if so, if Kenya is a Kenya, what are we? What are we? Who's who's defending us? Who, where's the army that's going to defend us if Uganda comes in, or some the terrorists coming? Who's going to defend us? Right. So right, if there's right. no Kenya, so, what's what's going to what's going to exist? Just some random land that no one wants, no no other country want to touch. <laughs> so, <laughs> let, let's say hypothetically, yeah. if you tell Kenyans, hey, we can divide up the country, mm-hmm. and let's say into three parts. These three parts. Mm. Will have stronger ethnic and social connections with one another because the people in those countries will be able to like relate with one another. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is sacrifice the overall power of like the whole country of Kenya would have had mm. versus like so. Okay, well, what are we sacrificing? They're sacrificing like. The overall power of Kenya. Kenya Kenya has a lot of resources as an entire country, right? But if you divide it into three, it's like what's less? It's less. Yeah. It's obviously less. Yeah. Yeah. But that hasn't stopped countries from having amazing like having um what do you call it? Efficient economies. Mm-hmm. Massively like technologically advanced mm-hmm. economies too. Mm-hmm and creating creating cities and like lifestyles and yeah lifestyles specifically for citizens mm-hmm. that allow them like high high-end lifestyles mm-hmm. like comparing like japan is just an island mm-hmm. yet look at look at the society itself look at how advanced the economies are it's so I, I would say and you, you can't really compare to Kenya, right? You can't. There's no, there's no different different planets, man. So okay, I'll make the hypothetical more simple. Hey, let's divide up Kenya and turn it into three Japan's. But no, that's it's not possible. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hypothetical. But, it's but a you, hypothetical. How turn it into three Japan's? What do you mean, like? The idea is that money? hey, there's 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 a possibility that because these people are more united. Mm. There'll be less infighting. The politics will be much less. Uh, there'll be less what volatile. Okay. So you don't have to worry about like political violence. You don't have to worry about like uh, minorities or like groups of like different ethnic groups killing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a people, we can all band together and push in one direction. Mm-hmm. Now that direction might be like, hey, let's kill our neighbor next door you know yeah, true, but, now but if let's say let's say for example that one direction happens to be like the direction that allows that country to like just truly evolve as a civilization but so it's not a country it's not three countries you're looking anymore it's something else right yeah it's something else yeah i think it might work it might work but it's not a actually i think it'll be better it'll be better but now here's the thing the thing is nairobi is only good because nairobi is the takes in all the money from Wales, right? Ah, so also that hypothetical, you know, just we're applying it to Kenya, but let's just apply it to like the entirety of Africa. Like just dividing Africa instead of amongst like geographical lines, divide Africa with like ethnic amongst ethnic lines instead. But and I, like I it's say, just like I would say that's that's already done by nature. Like Oh, that's not what we did. I mean, I mean, nature has done that because the geographical lines are what puts people on one side of the Rift Valley and people on the other side of the Rift Valley, you know? Oh, but those people would definitely meet with one another. 
yeah they will meet but growing up like a culture so the ref- it makes sense what you're saying for yeah. sure like like rivers and lakes exactly. they divide people for sure right but human beings like we've, well the european powers went beyond that even in places where there weren't like physical True, obstacles like, they still just divided the people up what i'm saying is you you can't talk about this dividing africa what would you say by what according to the what? geographical lines i don't know that you said you don't, you don't want to do something another way something else. ethnic lines ethnic lines well, that's already done i'm saying that's that's africa is divided by ethnic lines all the maasai are in one place the, all, there's, all the there's, there's a lot of well, i mean all, even though it's of, of course now, a, now we say kenya tanzania right but if if we remove the map you can see where all the maasai are they're all in a similar place now now is similar that, place but not no, the, the same place same. the same place it's the same place right it's one line it's one line now the difference is but the, the, a, the issue is, is that now is a line saying this part is kenya this part is tanzania but all the maasai are just like over here over here on both sides of this line right yes. all the kamba are on this place over here right yes all the Swahili are on this place over here so to make it easier it's yeah. like hey why don't you just give all the maasai like their own country for example as tiny as that might be give them their own country but the issue is the world must go to do that what happens to the maasai who are married to swahili women oh no that doesn't stop them from marrying outside of their country yeah but, but the thing is like maybe the they idea must... here is to create a united front as people but do all people do that then? that's also the issue because like going back to how we the things are used to things we used to do you want to go as, back okay to as, as 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 a baseline as a baseline if we could go back there that was the hypothetical if we could mm-hmm. go back there because one of the i think it's pretty it's a pretty accepted idea that european countries used to fight with each other a lot mm-hmm. but one thing that helped them out when forming their nations in the early days is that hey there were like a lot of homogenous like their population was very homogenous But I, that argument isn't fair because back then all societies were homogenic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, most of them. Yeah, apart from I would say maybe Rome, like Rome, the center Rome, and maybe like uh, even Rome, even Rome was. Yeah, like, they had minorities. They had minorities. Yes, I'm saying sure, like, like I'm saying like Rome. This they are big centers which were like the they were not they were not like that. But most other places in the world were just one people, right? Apart from maybe you can see Rome like really roam the center mm. we can talk about where else can like maybe the ottoman empire okay okay so clearly there's there's a lot of factors here so yeah. one of it was a bad idea for me to focus on that just the homogenic mm. having a homogenic population because history also plays a huge part of which 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 country and nation comes up mm. and becomes a leader and the other one falls down right and resources obviously is another huge factor it's nature too also that's your bad luck so pa- yeah and yeah so let's say part one was like hey we have a homogenic population mm-hmm. because let uh, so it's okay let's let's say it's okay well, now we have only maasai okay what's next it's only maasai yeah step two step two is now like hey the resources we have in those countries right what was the resource was maasai land the country's called maasai land it's maasai land right? what resources do we have what issues do we have? That's a good question. I don't know. Okay, let's say we have. Now, what what do they have in Maasai territory? What resources do they have there? Actually, I have no idea. Wind? Would wind? you call wind a resource? Well, if you can harvest it, sure. 
Because they have not, I actually don't know. Okay, ah, geothermal energy. They have geothermal energy. Okay. Yeah, okay, so they have geothermal energy. Okay. Uh huh. So next, what else do we need? So they have Smas Island. We have geothermal energy. Uh-huh. What's next? Uh-huh. So you need a government. Okay. Uh-huh. You need a government. You need you need to start making like a place in which your people can congregate in order to like form systems of governance. Okay, so we have a town hall. We must have a regular town hall. Yeah. We meet up and talk and discuss and how. Uh, what is this country? What what what, what are we trying to be? Yeah. Who are we as people? Yeah. You know. I mean, you know, we already must say we know that, but now. What is the philosophy? Yeah, what is the philosophy in which we're going right. to use in order to like govern this country? Okay, so we are trying to come up with a constitution, basically. Mm. Uh huh. Okay, now we have a constitution. Mm-hmm. Are we going to be democratic? Are we going to be capitalists? Are we going to be communists? Socialists? What are we going to be? They choose something. Yeah. Whatever they feel is right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just make it easy and say, like, they chose to be a monarch, a democratic monarchy. Like, which country is a democratic monarchy? Yeah. I don't know, but don't let's know. just put it out there. They have a royal family, but it's also, like, a parliament and stuff like that, whatever. Ah, so, like, uh, a ceremonial, like, just like Japan, basically. A ceremonial royal family, but we have a parliament. That does the actual job. I think a democratic. Okay, I don't want to get lost. Okay, sure. Let's just roll with that. Yes, yes, yes. I don't want to get lost in that one. Mm-hmm. And then the idea is that hopefully, you know, they don't have to deal with the problems that the old country Kenya had to deal with. It is like it's 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 easier mm-hmm. for politicians. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's easy. Okay. okay. Is it really easier though? You you would hope uh-huh. with okay. that united front, uh-huh. like there being like a philosophy behind like, there's a philosophy, there's this uh, well of shared ideas that people wouldn't want to steal from each other because they would actually feel like, hey, I'm not just stealing from this person's family when I like decide to like okay. be corrupt I've, as a politician I've, i'm stealing from my children my grandchildren my great-grandchildren I've, i think like everyone is viewed as each other's children you know but i think you everyone is a parent everyone is a brother to, everyone is a sister to realistic here. let's let's go back to the past 2010 in 2010 the newest co- country in africa was formed yes what, which country was that sudan yes south sudan south sudan yeah now prior to 2010 Sudan was just this. It was the biggest country in Africa, but all the resources. Was this is the biggest yes, country in Africa. It was, it was the biggest country in Africa. Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So prior to 2010, Khartoum, which was the capital, was in the north. So okay. all the resources were coming from the south and going to the north. That's mm-hmm. when the salt was very poor. There was the war for resources happening in Darfur, which is still happening now. So now 2010 comes, close the border. Now we have two countries: Sudan and South Sudan. Which one is the Muslim majority? And which one is the Christian? Majority? Sudan. North. Okay. Now, now our capital city is Juba, right? Yeah. And we are ethnically we are very, very similar. It's Dinka, it's Nuer. It it's actually the, the religion that really separates them. No, but now it's to the Christians, not the Christians, South Sudan. Talking about South Sudan, the new country. Okay. Now, we, the, we are almost similar people. We look the same. We kind of understand each other. But we are still killing each other over the oil. Yeah. The newest country in Africa, 
which is a, that will be the hope of the world, and it's fucking up more. Well, is it supposed to be the hope of so the it's world? Supposed to be I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be the hope of Africa at least. People are hopeful. At, at least now, if you now you have your own, take care of yourselves. You're gonna you're gonna show us the way. Well, I've been fucking up. You're gonna get become responsible, right? But going back to what I was saying about was Kenya, people really thinking people that? were very hopeful. People people were hopeful, but mm-hmm. I I don't think they viewed it on that pedestal. Like oh, this was like guys like the country to... that's going to lead. It's like no, not to lead, country. not lead, not lead, but like a child. You know, yeah, you have hope for the child, right? Yes, 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 yes. Very now, much. So. This is yeah, what I'm saying. Sense. This is what I'm saying. Going back to Kenya. There's no you expect Kenya that is 60 years old. Okay, so this country, even this Masailand, it can't succeed. In, at least in the beginning, because it's something that was never there before. You're just throwing people into the, into the fire. Figure it out. Figure it out. Like the town hall. The town hall, okay? We all Masai show, we speak the language, we have a, the same culture. Yeah. But Oscar and Jason think, think totally differently. You want to be a communist? I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah no, like <laughs> the idea behind yeah. there being a homo, homogenic population is that you're supposed to reduce the probability of people fighting. But now look at Sudan, which is new, which is very homogeneous, and they're killing each other. They're not just like bickering. There's literally a, a war happening in the country. Yeah. Today. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Um. But then look at how many other homogenic countries are doing well. Okay, so we have Japan, which is probably the most homogenous. A lot of the European countries too. But are they doing well? Is France doing well? Is Germany? Do you want to compare it? Like, there's a whole economic index for that. Okay, okay, okay. Economically, yes. On the top side. Economically, yes. Of course, they're doing well. But then you also go back to where the resources are coming from. Okay, this is something almost. It's not, it's not a, you know, it's a fact. There's a former French president who said that if we were to stop taking our resources from, from West Africa, France would be a third world country. Okay. I, I okay. feel as most of Europe. Because they don't have any resources. They have wind and geothermal, I guess. What do they have in Europe, actually? I don't even know. They're not resource rich. I don't think Europe They think they... They are. There's they, a few countries that are. I think they killed all the end. They finished all the resources, right? At least the, the ones from the ground. No. no, I'm pretty sure. Okay, I don't know about now, but I'm like, historically, Europe, Europe did have quite a few resources. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's a bad idea to say Europe because Europe is a, like a very large place. Okay, so like <laughs> we should be talking about specific countries. So, listen to this. There are many different natural resources found in Europe. These yeah. include wood, soil, water, fish, natural gas and iron that's all they have um and like soil minerals soil. what minerals and, and and precious metals do they have let me see let's see I, okay so this is from national geographic they they never had diamonds so they only come from come from from africa uh, south africa congo places where was diamonds originally found? That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Syrup is. Uh... Oh, you know, the, oh, you know, the person who found diamonds was like, oh hell yeah! You know, like he probably didn't even know what he was dealing with. He might have been using diamonds mm-hmm. as like crushing his fruits or something, or grinding bones. <laughs> uh, so I'm seeing there's titanium in Norway, silver in Poland. 
They, they have they have precious they have yeah. precious they have Romeo precious metals Turkey. like it's not that bad yeah but now like something like so what you meant but you're still not wrong in the sense that in order to support the machines of their society uh, they need the, the resources of the african countries uh, so yeah, so they, that's they, why china is like loving the relationships and the deals that they're making with a lot of african countries because they're like oh yeah you guys are gonna feed us the fuel yeah, yeah. to like push the engines of modernization and our economy and our society mm-hmm. forward so or basically almost like the worker ants in, in, the, in the bigger machine but it's like you know but it's it's funny because you think about it you and i are not the worker ants anymore you know they're just we're eating what the worker ants are making you know Living in, Japan, living in Japan, there's people living in Japan. Because Japan is one of those countries that, that benefits from the resources of coming from Africa. You know, Kenya, we benef- you and I benefit here from resources from Kenya, more than Kenya directly benefit from those resources. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but those resources, you can argue, have been bought and sold. So it's not like, it's not like a completely like, what, a slave-driven thing. It's, it's, not, it's not slave, I mean, even... Those people working like the coal mines, they're being paid, they're just being paid shit. They're eating, right? That's true. Yeah. So it's it's not about being paid. Being paid isn't the problem. It's like, what, is what you're getting worth it? That's the problem. That's the issue. Is what they're getting worth it? Yes. Well, I don't, in, I don't, in Kenya. <laughs> I mean, in, in Kenya, it's like. You, you don't even reach out and break. Okay. I mean, like, if you, you can leave, but just don't go up. Like that. So like in Kenya it's like uh-huh. what our politicians are doing by like slowly driving the debt of the country. Did you into... see that did they show that article? What? That Kenya was borrowing like forty billion a day or something like that. During Corona? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my forty billion a day? Ah, uh, you know you know the other countries and like the people who are they borrowing it from? Were they borrowing from other countries? Where, where I actually China? don't know. Like I, I assume they're borrowing from China, from China like, and the World, World Bank, Bank and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You know they're laughing that shit. They're yeah. like, yeah. Ah, you're stuck with us now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just this drive the bill higher and higher. <laughs> you know, what's you're so, gonna be cleaning our tables tomorrow, bitch. Oh my god, what's so funny is that this guy that they talk, Uhuru, root all these guys. These guys are they are cruising Bro, the they money. Just, they are cruising the money. They just their term will end and they'll just vanish. They move to France. Exactly. <laughs> they will vanish away completely from the country. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, what happened to Ruto? I don't know. He's I think he's living in France. Come here. He's the owner of Kenya. Once loved of Kenya. <laughs> hey, these guys are jokers, man. These guys are I I don't know. I mean, is that here's the thing. This is what I think. Number one, Kenya is fucked up because we are very young. This system isn't our system because the reason. Yeah, why okay, that doesn't mean. Yeah. When you said like it's a very young nation, that is definitely part of it. Number two, the system isn't ours. You look at democracy and the idea of you know, yeah, those ideas, those are all European ideas, right? Yes. That's where they work so well in Europe, and it's obvious for them because they had time to fuck up until they came to the solution. This is the best. We didn't have time to fuck up and learn what would work for the, the African man or woman, right? It, it's something that was definitely created through. Trial and error, right? Yeah. But as Kenyans, we didn't have time for trial and error. 
we're just given this thing called democracy like take it and if it doesn't work we'll be, we are sending our soldiers you know if you start killing each other because you don't like your neighbor we're sending our soldiers to fix your problems right? was it really like when we gained okay okay when we were calling like, yes yeah and so like of course there was no time for us to learn and find out what would work for us that's why number, this the key idea of democracy in africa it's a goddamn lie and everyone who says i'm going to cast my vote you're lying to yourself no, like man. the problem is that we don't even understand what that even means like what does democracy even mean like when you ask the politicians a lot of this like when you ask them like the philosophy asking about the philosophy of democracy and like us standing up for that idea you know the idea of liberty the idea of like hey people have a voice true true I to guess. say how they have the voice they should have the voice and the power in order to like say what the country should be like or what the country should strive to be like but it's like that philosophy versus what's happening in reality there's that huge disconnect there's that huge gap because like even okay when i say when you ask one of these politicians they'll tell you but then when you tell them hey what are the things that you're actually doing to like enforce reinforce or like act out this philosophy mm. in reality what are, what are you actually doing mm. and some of your past actions a lot of the past actions of politicians makes no sense mm-hmm. and it's just like they'll give you an excuse right they'll give you a story yeah the reason why i don't believe in democracy in africa is because number one democracy is not ours it's not our thing number two I we, think we, 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 we definitely had democracy in the sense of like in the sense of, we had kings we, we had, had kings that's not democracy man that's not democracy it's the king the king says and things go we had chiefs no not we didn't have chiefs now chiefs that's also a British thing not all African societies have chief, had chiefs the idea of chiefs actually initially came with the French people the French actually, really? no, British, British, British yeah. not all no we didn't have chiefs chiefs were not, not all societies in Africa had chiefs that's the one with the, you know that the guy the, okay okay now you're right yeah. okay we should talk about a specific country yeah so like but for sure, south africans like the zulu nation they they had chiefs like a lot of nations like a lot of their tribes had like the chiefs were basically like kings okay but that's now you're, you're like you're going into one population okay so okay let's say we had we had a, a like a big head honcho okay yeah and the big head honcho he goes and being voted in it was his bloodline or something it was bloodline exactly it was and a, it, it was basically it was very based on the power hierarchy exactly so it wasn't democracy. somebody who was competent and, and not competent enough to just come and take the position and yeah maybe it's fighting and fight with fighting okay yeah. so it wasn't like let's go to the booths on november 3rd it wasn't there was nothing there or leading an army yeah he was just leading an army so there was no election day right there was no election day there was no election exactly so that we didn't have democracy as we call democracy in kenya right yeah so that's what i'm saying whatever we had in the past it might sound silly, like Jason Oscar have to fight and the winner is the leader. It sounds silly, but that was us experimenting and seeing what works. Even a few decades are like, this is crazy, it's not making any sense. Because maybe maybe Oscar won, but Oscar is a fucking idiot. He shouldn't be our leader. Maybe we'll figure we'll figure out something else. But we just dropped this bomb called democracy. This America like British style democracy. Take it. Take it. Also oh, like based on how lives were left back then. Huh? The the, the 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 game of physicality how strong are you mm, it made sense it made sense because mm-hmm. what are you doing as a normal man during that period mm-hmm. it's like you're hunting you're hunting you're farming 
you're hunting, you're playing around, maybe you're playing sports with the with the boys, taking naps and stuff like that. But it's like very much on a constant basis you're being tested physically. Mm-hmm. So it's like who should have the right to lead our people? Which man should have the right? Because it was always a man, right? Well, there were a few nations that had women too, but like let's just say a lot a lot more men were leading, right? So who as a who as a man has the right to lead us? Who are we gonna give it to? Might as well give it to the person who can fucking run like a cheetah. <laughs> Can fucking punch people out like mm-hmm. has like I don't the strength of an elephant, you yeah, know. Yeah. <coughs> so, so we failed the transition. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. <coughs> the we British can, British Kenya failed. We, we, we will never, we will never get good at it, man. We will never, we will never, and we'll get good at it the day no one speaks Kamba, no one speaks Kalenjin. One speaks queen. That's the day when we'll get better. But we're already wa- working to it. We're, we're already, heading like, there. Heading we're heading there, there. Yeah. But now we are still not in there. It's going to be like two generations later. Or one generation. I don't know. But it will get better the moment all that shit dies. <laughs> okay. You're painting a very dark image here. It's not dark. I, it's not dark. I mean, think about it. Okay, but you know what? It, it's a fact. I feel like a lot of Japan wasn't the people I talk with mm-hmm. from home definitely don't have a hopeful vision in mind. There's people who have a neutral, like... You know, Kenya has been here for a while. We'll, we'll figure it out. But there's some other people, like a lot of a lot of people, like especially young people, have the same ideas that we're talking about. Where it's like, hey, I see a lot of like disaster where we're heading right now as a country. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, actually, it's disaster. If you think it's disaster, we owe everyone money. You know, China. Even we're pretty much China's bitch right now, man. <laughs> not yet, not officially, but like I mean, we don't, we don't know, <laughs> not officially, but we know, we know, you know, like he's the kind. Of, this is our relationship with China. If you if you're a woman and you're in your own bed sitter, and China comes and knocks at the door, you won't say I'm tired, I'm sleeping. You just open the door so we come. <laughs> and then how much we're investing into like Mandarin studies? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Registration. I mean, so maybe, many other schools that come. Maybe, maybe China will make Kenya much better. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe China will make Kenya what it's meant to be. I don't I, know. I I I, de- I definitely think China's just using these African countries. China's not like really like. Man, what country is good? What country is just good for people being good? Tell me one. Just tell me one. <laughs> I'm not making that argument. I'm just that's saying. Bullshit. That's bullshit, you know? Of course, China you know. has an agenda. Of course. Well, every you're, country has this agenda. Exactly. You're right about so, that. So why are we so? Why are you so, so worried about Chinese agenda? Because they because they're beating America with all that shit? Because they're beating America. <laughs> Americans I think like America's basically committing suicide. They're yeah. just doing some poker on themselves yeah, at this yeah. point. <laughs> but I'm saying like I don't know, maybe maybe right now it looks really bad for Kenya and China, but who knows? China might come and make things wonderful in Kenya. I don't know. Or they might come and make us their slaves. Just slavery around too. Like all you black people wanna work for the Chinese who live here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it can happen because they're like, gonna take over the port if we yeah. don't I mean, pay back know, the debt. The thing is about especially like, for the SGR. I don't even know how. Can you search what the payments are for the SGR? What do you mean? The payments for the SGR. Uh, the the train, like to use it, the train or for what do you mean? Yeah, to use it. No, like there's a whole 
who, who who was supposed to fit the bill for that? Uh, uh. So people who don't know what we're talking about, it's there's a there's a whole like what transnational I'll call it a transnational railway system that was created in Kenya. Call it the SGR. Cuts across um, from Mombasa, Nairobi. Like... Popular points, popular points in the country, and it's made like traveling around way easier. As before, the primary transport um, mode of transport was buses uh, when it came to like national mm. moving around nationally so now with that in mind like China built it all out of the from the great great gracious of their hearts right at least that's what you did make us think but it's like somebody has to fit that bill so, and I'm like what was the original deal, deal the, that the government the made of the building the railway was 3.2 billion US dollars and how is Kenya supposed to pay that back? Uh, let me see. Kenya borrowed more than three billion from China to build the railway. So basically, we, and you know what's funny? We didn't even build it. We yeah. brought, we con- we contracted Chinese companies because Kenyans don't know how to build. So, so listen, guys. So Kenya borrowed three billion from China to build the railway from Mombasa to Nairobi. Then it borrowed another one point five billion for the second branch from Nairobi to Naivasha. And we didn't build it. We contracted people to build it. And a lot of those companies that were contracted were Chinese too. So that's a lot already more money going into China. Wow. So it's interesting to think that we borrowed money just to pay their companies to come exactly, to this. Exactly. Oh, by the way, we might get censored on YouTube. That would be funny. Listen to this. Kenyan media reports that 1.3 million US dollars was paid to only five engineers, supervising engineers. I think we're approaching the one hour and 30 minute mark, so we're gonna wrap up soon. Um, so anyway, just finish up with the SGR, just the SGR. Yeah, so I think, so it's, we owe them around, 5.5 I don't know what's wrong with the order is the hmm? is the detail like how we're gonna pay them back no of course they don't talk about that we'll figure that out along the way I guess they didn't wait they haven't talked about I don't, it I just can't find anything about here so China has taken over parts a certain parts of an economy in order to gain back hmm. like a certain a certain um i've corona by the way <laughs> so a certain um when a country is not able to pay the bill a certain bill or has a certain amount of debt that isn't being paid back to china they will take over like a certain hold so listen, that has been done in an asian i can't remember which asian country it was listen, but this is from 2017 it says transport minister james machari has said the Kenyan government expects a new line to boost gdp by 1.5 percent Allow the Chinese loans to be paid back in about four years. Twenty-three years in, nothing has been paid back. Wait. Mm-hmm. So, are we paying them? No, this article is from twenty sixteen, and this was what the minister was alleging. He was just giving out throwing numbers. He was saying when the line is finished. What are our journalists doing? This is twenty seventeen, so maybe the line was. No, but the point is, what are our journalists doing? This is such a big, major point. Like. That is a huge Someone, bill, and no one's following up how we're updating. I'm sure you just can't find it. Okay, okay, it. maybe you just can't find it. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> yeah. 
So how are we paying? How is Kenya paying for it next year? Is Kenya paying, paying loan? I, it's just such a weird thing to hear. Like, you'd think that would be one of the biggest um, talking points. Because mm-hmm. like, hey, we have this wonderful trail system, a uh, railway system, sorry. And uh, God bless the Chinese, you know, mm-hmm. all blah, 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 all that stuff. But it's like, hey, how are we actually paying them back? We said four years, but it's like billions. How much do you say? Uh, no, it's dollars, right? Was it in dollars? 4.7 billion US dollars. There's no way a country like Kenya is paying that back in four years. Yeah. That 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 is like, I'm sorry to be the one to say it, but that is just the truth. There's no way we're paying that back in four years. And people didn't question it at the time. No, people did question it at the time. I'm being unfair there. People did question it at the time, but people let it go because we were seeing progress. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing the, and even now, people are, are grateful because we're seeing how much we, we're benefiting. Have we paid for the thickest highway though? I, do, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know anything about that, actually. Actually, yeah. But the point is, is that the journalists aren't following this up. No, I'm sure they... We just, I just can't find it. Just don't blame them yet. Let's not blame them yet. No, but I think this is also... Like I said, we're going to talk about this in another episode. Because, like, in universities, like, how many times did we hear back in USA? Everyone's like, journalism in Kenya is dead. This is just a, a shell. For the politicians to talk whatever talking points they want the yeah, country the to talk about. They, they own, the politicians own all the big media, media networks. KTN, Citizen, Nation, they're all owned by the big dogs. And the idea was the privatization of journalists or news outlets was to <laughs> create a healthy environment for, you know, create a healthy environment for news. But then this is the thing with King And Rich. the freedom of, like... The written word to get out there. This is really interesting because in America, now we joke about Trump because Trump was a businessman who became a politician. But that's always been the way in Africa. (laughs) Was he a businessman who became a politician? Uh, Trump, I'm saying Trump. He was a businessman who became a politician. He's he's a businessman by name, but like a lot of his companies fail. Okay, you know, I'm I'm digging too deep into it. Continue, continue your point. Of course, he's failed, but he's a billionaire. He made that through business or lying, doesn't matter. He made that money, right? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter, but he made the money. Yeah. Which means... Well, his name is worth something exactly. for sure. It's worth probably now, worth millions. in yeah. Kenya, it's the same thing. If you do business and you become successful, the next step is to obviously become an MP. <laughs> and everyone does that. Everyone does that. That is true. Everyone in Kenya. Kenya has this weird, like... We have this weird business elites that owns they own the country they're in the government yes they're in the government specifically there's this business elite that's also in the government and they own a lot of like businesses businesses even physical things in kenya physical resources land Land. they own land and then it's like but they also have the power to decide who how how we govern Mm. ourselves and how this land is because they're the ones in charge of making those most laws and persons. So it's one thing for you to like own the resources, like the land, mm. but then you also have the power to decide the laws that govern the people who own the land. Does that make sense? So you're not only just so, a player in the system; you're also like an administrator who's yeah. deciding who how the system the laws of the game, the of the the game, game yeah. too. Yeah. So it's like, of course, you'll be the winner. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's Kenya, man. That's, that's Kenya. basically Kenya, yeah. yeah. 
Like, look at the guy, like, Asonko, who, like... That's basically a lot of African... Actually, that was a really good... Yeah. yeah. Without analogies, like, that's all African countries. Yeah. So, it's like, we now... We laugh at Trump, like, haha, Trump is an idiot. Bro, Trump is pretty much every African African politician in history. He's every African politician. We do have some crazy politicians who have been saying red shit for a while. we... Sonko, was he the mayor? He wasn't the mayor, what was he? Something in Nairobi, Sonko. Wasn't he the MP? No, he was yeah, member of parliament, senator or mayor. Anyway, mayor. Yeah, I mayor. think he was mayor. Driving around in golden land cruisers. Mm-hmm. Go in. What a motorcade with golden land cruisers. What the fuck is happening? And they are real gold. It's not. They don't. It's not gold paint. And the this is gold. the country that <laughs> I don't know how. Like, there's a large section of the population that's living on one dollar yeah, a day. Like during Corona, when the lockdown began, he went to the slums. And gave everyone. What did he give them? The whiskey. Remy which... <laughs> <laughs> Martin. Which one? Which whiskey? He had a. It was a care package what that had have... alcohol. Sonko care package. What the fuck did that thing have? Fuck, bro. It had. It said Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. Was it Johnny Walker? No, it had something else. It had some. Oh, and then he was telling people, "This is to wash their hands." Yeah, can you believe that guy? This is for sanity purposes. This is to clean your Hennessy, hands. Hennessy, bottles of Hennessy. It was Hennessy, sorry, it wasn't Johnny Walker, it was Hennessy. Can yeah, you right. believe that? Like, he has, th- this is our, our mayor, our mayor, like, I'm gonna give you a bottle of Hennessy. <laughs> you, you fucking stay at home, Islam stay at home, stay at home and enjoy life. <laughs> stay at home. And remember to use your Hennessy to clean your hands. Wow. Wow. That's Kenya, man. That's, it's, you know, it's, it was funny for a second. But we are so desensitized to this thing in Kenya. We're so fucking, this fucking crazy thing. No, you, you, you're right. Because whenever Wait, you bring this up with your parents. Yeah. It's like, it's nothing. It's the parents, we, we have a laugh. But it was just like, no, oh, this is just our country. Yeah. Do, do, do you remember when, you know, when you were a kid? I was, I don't remember how old I was. When mm. Mwai Kibaki was the president. Mm. And the media, nation, newspaper, wrote an article about the Kibaki family. Mm. And Lucy Kibaki, the, the first lady... Drove down to the offices at night, called the editor in. Wasn't that like a big uh, skit on a lot of comedy shows? I'm, yeah. It was parodied. It was yeah, parodied it was, it was on a live lot. TV. It was on live TV because someone was fooling them with the camera. It was on live TV. He, the first lady slapping a magazine editor, like, how can yes. you raise a woman? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh that, was, that, that thing was parodied a you, lot. I, I remember. Know, can you imagine that editor like being like, it's just news. And he, you know, he can't do anything because. The, a fucking the first the body guards are always here. If he strikes back, he'll be killed. He'll be shot. <laughs> He's just taking like a bitch. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think he'll just disappear. He'll be more than just shot. He'll yeah. disappear. Just and then here it. we are pretending we're a democracy. Yeah. <laughs> he was being beaten by the first lady. Do you think we would be better off as people if we just accepted that Kenya wasn't a democracy and stopped living under this veil of like it's almost like a smoke and Bro, mirrors. That's where I told you know, people I'm never voting. I'm never voting. Never ever. Since the first day turned eighteen, I was like, there's no, there's no point actually. It's, it's, they probably even like have dinners they, and meetings they, by themselves. No, they already know who's gonna be the next president. Fuck your election. Fuck you. They already know who's gonna be the next president. You're saying like, oh, you know, Rayla is fighting with I don't know Uhuru and yeah. stuff like that. These guys are playing yeah, golf uh, with each uh, other. Good to the current country club, you know, chilling. <laughs> <laughs> they're chilling, you know, they're sipping their nice whiskey, you know. Uhuru has his bottle in hand, you know. <laughs> that bottle that never leaves his hand. <laughs> when I'm telling you, this. I remember I've having this argument with my father and buddies, and I was telling them, "This vote you're doing is silly. 
it doesn't make any sense. Do you still believe that? I truly now? believe. In, if we're talking about Kenya, nah. Yeah. Even if see my problem was even if I wanted to vote, what do these politicians even stand for? for you know when I was looking like when I was mm-hmm. watching debates and stuff like that, it was like they would talk a lot. Mm. It would it was so amazing. They would talk so much. They would talk for like an hour, two hours. Mm. But when you think about what they actually said, mm. they've said nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things it's like I don't even know what this person really stands for. Mm-hmm. It it just feels like a chameleon in like a suit who's just now, trying me, to say whatever I want him to say. Now let me let me tell you something. What and and, and and maybe maybe like you said, it's a young nation, so our politicians aren't that good at it yet. Now let me tell you my analogy for voting Kenya is I'm I'm a smoker, right? Yeah. Now smoking is bad for your health. Now imagine if someone comes and tells us heavy smoker like me, Oscar, drink water, it's good for your health. <laughs> like, drinking water will kill me of my the cancer coming from death from smoking, you know? <laughs> That's what voting is Kenya. Like, go and vote. Use your voice. My voice to vote for these two buddies. To vote for either one of the two buddies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the two buddies who when this thing is over and done. Let's go and shake hands and just make the next deal, you know, that's their lives move on. Mm-hmm. And as we're thinking, why they're killing each other because you voted for Riley and I want to vote. They're fighting again. Because you think these guys they really care about Oscar Jason. They don't know us, man. Then they care about their land, their companies. You know, in a future episode, we should definitely look at the political evolution. The, the evolution of the political sphere in Kenya. Mm-mm-mm. Starting from the Baba himself, you know. Yeah. Jomo Kenyatta. Yeah, that would be interesting. But going yeah, all yeah, the way yeah. up until now. How did we reach here? Is the real question. How have yeah, we reached yeah, here? Because yeah. it's like, and I think we should look at even the deeper less known stories because uh-huh. we can look at like the presidential ring on top and how that evolved over histories but i think that, that that that's a story that's been covered a lot we should look like at the deeper what's been happening Cong- i was gonna say congress what the fuck what's been happening in our parliament uh, yeah we're fighting crunches yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> has that always been normal like stuff like no, that no, i would like to that's see unique. if that's that's, unique. That's, unique. that's not all that i was thinking that was unique what was a unique situation it felt a little bit too natural, though. It felt like this is well, something it's, that's... It's anger boiling up, man. There's, of course, when anger comes up, well, naturally, you look weird. So. If someone looks weird when they're angry, that means that anger is a lie. You know? <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. fair enough. That's something I, I think we should definitely look in a future episode. Will you ask any closing remarks? Uh, let's see how this podcast goes. It's been interesting talking. I guess just a normal conversation, actually. Who would just talk like this? <laughs> really? I thought, I thought maybe you were a bit stiff in the beginning. Yeah, of but course, then, because you're thinking about recording what should be to talk about, you know, of course, that's why it's still... And then towards the end, it was like, okay, yeah, we definitely... Yeah, we the flow. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we're definitely back into that conversation mode that we usually have, so... Yeah, we'll get it, we'll get it, we'll get it. Of course, we're still learning. It's only your first attempt. We got you in online yet. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> All right, nice. thanks for listening, yeah. and bye-bye. See you, good night. Good night. Good it night. might be in the morning. What Good the night. fuck are you talking about? Good night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> Just get over your get out of the place and go to sleep. <laughs> uh, one hour and thirty-five minutes. Cool. <laughs>